In a world filled with uncertainty, we are all trying to get physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy. But the struggle is real. The Live Well Podcast exists to give you fun, relevant, and impactful strategies that will help you get healthy, stay healthy, and live well. Hosted by Dr. Mike Roncesvalli, a clinical psychologist with two decades of experience in the field and his Live Well crew. We promise the time you spend listening to the Live Well podcast will help you thrive like you never have before. And welcome to the Live Well podcast. We are glad you're here today. We've got an awesome program for you. We've been talking for a good what 45 minutes about yeah. uh, this topic today and I think we're we're pretty excited about it. So we're going to talk to you about how to deal with pain. How do you deal with pain? Pain management, especially looking at like a mind-body approach mm-hmm. to that. We want to give you real practical strategies today that'll help you deal in in ways that perhaps you didn't have in your tool bag before this podcast. So we're glad you're here. Um, we've got the whole band together here. The whole we team. do. It's been a couple weeks. It has. Yeah, it has. has so it really? the gang's Where all we've here. All been together. Oh, that's right. Yep. Jacob's yeah. joining us off camera today. Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hello. There we go. We hey, call Jacob. him producer Jacob. That's right. When we're in this room doing the podcast, <laughs> it's the only time we call him that. Right? <laughs> it's the hat he put on for today. Uh-huh. So no, we actually pass him in the in the parking lot. And say, hey, producer Jacob, what's happening? Do you really? No. Oh, good. Because I don't. I don't either. I don't either. I don't know if he wants to call him producer Jacob. No. He says no. no. He's he's not about it. All right. All right. Anyways. I'm trying to think of a cool thing we could call you real quick, Jacob. It's just it's just gonna have to be Jake. Some people call him Jake. Yeah. Mm. The cool people call him Jake. I think. It's, I'm yeah. not one of those cool people. No. Well, I call him Jacob. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I we were minimizing the digs today. All right. Yeah, we're gonna try to. Don't worry, I got one coming at you. <laughs> oh, oh boy. All right. So, how do we do this? Pain. Let's start with like the reality of pain. Mm. In our life. It Be- sucks. Well, you started with Jacob, but the whole crew's here. <laughs> 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 We've got Jacob behind the scenes. Right? Yes. Trevor, Trevor, I'm here. Trevor's here. Sorry, yep. you're right. I, the okay. whole crew did not That's introduce right. themselves. We never got that far. <laughs> Alana. Say hi, Alana. Hey, guys. And then Megan Torkowski. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Just focused. Maybe that's what it is. I'm ready to go. I'm excited about today's topic. That's it. Okay. We're so excited to talk to you guys today. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. Okay. Pain is a part of life. Yes. Right. That's the that's the first thing we've got to Mm. establish is it's just part of this broken world that we live in, Mm. and it's it's sometimes super overwhelming, Mm -hmm. exhausting. So I'll I'll start with my own little relevatory experience yeah and you guys know this but y'all won't know it as well as some of some of the other folks that have known me longer but hmm. i'm a pretty young guy let me start there <laughs> you're right i I'm, don't know this. yeah this <laughs> I'm pretty if you're young. watching and not listening yeah. just take his word yeah, for it, it. <laughs> yeah he's super young. i mean it, if you're if you're listening if you're listening it's incredible how young I look. What are you, like 28? Um, I'm thinking, Megan. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit over 28. So about 10 years ago, maybe more, maybe like 12 years ago, I was 
A child. I was <laughs> in middle school. I was playing football and it was I wasn't playing like real football. It was like pickup football. No big deal, right? And mm-hmm. until you get around like twelve other guys who are playing football and it becomes the the mm-hmm. world championship Super Bowl. <laughs> so it was super important and uh, I was going all in mm-hmm. and I just twisted and got hit at the at the right time and and I messed up a disc in my back, mm-hmm. right? So instantly I knew something was weird and, uh, you know, I kind of didn't, I quit playing. I was like, something's wrong. And, and an hour later, I couldn't even move. Three hours later, oh. I was like seized up, you know, my whole, but it was just a bad, bad, bad deal. And for years, it was a, it just was this cascading effect of pain that I would get healthy mm-hmm. after about six or eight weeks and I'd, I'd, I'd stay okay for about four or five weeks and then it'd tweak again and I'd be, you know, walking crooked and it was just super, super messed up. And that experience for me was so impacting of my life really, because for, for a few years, I just couldn't do much without being in chronic pain. And, and when people can't see, you know, if you've got like a major injury on your arm, you know, or a cast, everybody's like, Oh, what'd you do to the arm? You know, that's, that's, that's bad. What, mm-hmm. yeah. but when you've got a bad back, yeah. people There's can't stuff. see it. Right. Yeah. Yet mm-hmm. you're still suffering mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, man, it, was, it was really, really difficult. I don't know if you guys want to talk. I, I know, you know, mm-hmm. pain is like a common experience. Am I alone in this? Like, or mm, absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I say, all, who's up next? We all got a story. We right? all have a story. We really do. Um, yeah. Even Jacob, behind the scenes, had a story. Yeah, I think for most people, I think that having a herniated disc or something going on in their it's spine is back. very common. Um, and we just some people don't ever have any symptoms of it, and it's just there, or a bulging disc or something like that. I have a herniated disc in my cervical spine. Um, I got something going on in my lumbar spine. I don't know what that is right now, but I've been dealing with the chronic neck pain minimally since college, but really terribly and kind of immobilizing since um, for 10 years. So if I have like a, a neck spasm, I could be out for a week to two weeks because I just can't like, you've seen me turn like this before and not really be able to move. Um, <laughs> she's actually I'm like, Hey, over here, man. Well, I know. And today it actually hurts because I was m- moving and stuff. I was unpacking boxes and moving things around and I wasn't mm-hmm. paying attention and started doing yoga again. And I just kind of overdid it this weekend. So now I'm like all stiff up here. Mm-hmm. And so the weird thing is that I can walk in the office and look at Megan, and probably and, you guys too. You can tell. And you just know, know when she's in yeah. pain. Yeah. 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 But that's the, that's the, almost the, um, what's the word? Mm, contradiction yeah. or the irony to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like if it's inside, depending how deep it is or where it is, you can't really tell unless someone's got a Band-Aid or a cast sure. yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're in a wheelchair or something mm-hmm. or crutches. But you can physically see it when I'm out of alignment and right. got stuff going on inflamed. Yeah. And I, and I have the same thing Megan does actually. And I have had, I've had 
four disc herniations, uh, two in my upper spine and two in the lower spine for um, about four years now. And, um, you know, while back pain is super prevalent, it's just, and as I'm talking, you're like noticing your pain because we're talking talking about about it it. and we're bringing awareness to Mm -hmm. it. Um, And I also, and you know, I too, and I struggle with, a lot of unseen pain and it's it's a it's a quite a battle for me um because you know <clears throat> it's um it's difficult to you know dr mike was talking about um being you know so youthful and vibrant um mm. and and Excellent. you yes. know and, and and his 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 experience with pain um and you know, I, I'm fairly young myself, and fairly, and it's tough because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm I'm pretty much always in pain. Um, I also, mm. you know, just a little self disclosure for the viewers and listeners today into my my pain history. I also struggle with severe and chronic fibromyalgia, um, and um, a couple of other things. But you know, those things are pretty persistent and chronic and pervasive, and I pretty much have a baseline of of a five or six level pain 24 seven. Um, and it's tough because you can't really see it. If you had a cast, it'd be totally different. Right. Right. Maybe we should just buy you a cast. Yeah. A body cast. cast. (laughs) Work on that. Let's work on that. Work on a body cast. All right. So wait, we're three for four here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you have, here's the big question. Trevor. Yeah. Do you have, any kind of herniated <laughs> disc or back problem? Because if you do, yes, we then need... we're, we're four for four. Are you serious? Yes. That's right. I mean, yeah, I don't so, mean to say um, yay, but I know. So in the last um, eight know. years, I've been told <laughs> twice that I'll never run again. So eight years ago, I actually broke both of my knees at the same time. Oh my holy cow! That's a crazy story. But I, I don't jumped think I knew over that. something. And what was on the other side was a cement slab, hmm. and I ended up landing on my knees and broke my knees and then tore and. and where? Um, like specifically, if you don't mind. Where was I? No, no, in yeah. your knees. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so the... like I landed on my knees and it broke both kneecaps like and then shattered? it actually tore like um, some of the like the ACL, the MCL, and the PCL, oh, which wraps around your knees, which holds it in place. So, um, for nine months, um, I wasn't able to do anything for six months. I wore braces on both, um, on both knees and, uh, eventually was able to ride a bike and eventually got back to running and and it was awesome. Right. Um, but then like two and a half years later, I started experiencing some pretty severe back pain, Mm -hmm. um, and was told again, never possibly, I mean the impact of what happened probably. Yeah. Um, and started to experience like sharp pain down my right leg, um, and a whole bunch of problems. Sciatic. Yeah, sciatic, right. Um, and it took a long time. I mean, it was a painful recovery process, mm-hmm. uh, but thankfully today I'm back at it feeling good. Um, but there's still always this nervousness of mm-hmm. what, what, when's what, it going to happen again? What right. do I'm going to turn oh wrong, gosh. do something bad, and, just, and, and, it, and it will come back, right? Dr. Mike's yeah. speechless right now. What it has done for me, though, and just hearing your stories, is it instantly gives me, and we talked about this earlier, empathy, right? And right. understanding. Oh, sure. I'm like, oh, I get it. I understand. You've been there. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have two things to say. Number one, your story just trumped mine like <laughs> crazy oh, like wow. that is nutso number one mm-hmm. so props to you for coming back from that wow. um I'd, I'd still be 
you know, in a bed somewhere, I'm sure, <laughs> waiting for it. Nursing I do have a question about that. Do you yep. still experience any pain in your knees when you're running? Because you still no. are a very avid runner. Right. Fortunately not. That's, That's amazing. So unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. And you've had follow-up, like, ex- like, yeah. like vis- uh, visual stuff, like screenings and things, and yeah. there's no scar tissue. There's scar tissue. But, but it's not painful. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's so really you're cool. bionic. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. No. So... <laughs> You guys aren't twins after all. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> we found a difference. We found the difference. Oh, man. <laughs> the second thing I want to say is, like, do we deserve each other or what? Seriously, this is like a, this is like a major... We need to start a support group I'm for gonna say, pain. We do. Actually, before our podcast on Mondays, what you guys don't know is we're actually a chronic pain support group. <laughs> yeah. With each other. That's right. With one another. Yeah. All right. So I think we've established the fact that Pain is a universal experience. And here I am sitting with you guys, and I really didn't know most of what you guys just said about what you've experienced in your body and the chronic nature of that pain. So I I think if you're listening to this or watching this, more than likely, there's something going on in your body that is similar, especially the older you get, the more likely it is that you've got chronic pain. I do we need to talk about like the idea of emotional pain? Is that a, is that a piece of the the puzzle as well? I mean, chronic Mm -hmm. physical pain is very common. Mm -hmm. Emotional pain is, it's a part of life too, right? Mm -hmm. It is. Absolutely. And I think that they're very similar in nature as far as how we react or respond to pain in general, whether it's emotional or physical. There's a common denominator. In all pain, it's it's our mentality behind the pain, Mm -hmm. whether it's physical or emotional. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where we're gonna get right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So here's what we've established: a lot of people deal with chronic physical pain. A lot of people deal with emotional pain. It's a part of life. That it's just part of the brokenness of this world that we live in. What we want to do is transition to what do we do about it? Like how how do people cope with this in a way that's actually going to make this palatable for for them to to deal with over time so i thought it'd be cool if we could start with kind of the unhealthy ways that we deal with pain because everybody deals with pain Mm -hmm. that's right it's just whether or not it's going to be healthy or unhealthy right Right. so well everybody has pain not necessarily dealing with it the choice not to deal with it is a choice right right. you can avoid it or turn away from it or pretend like it doesn't exist but that's not the reality of the situation and I forgot what I was going to say. Something well, there. I think what you're what yeah. you guys are describing is the unhealthy ways to cope with mm-hmm. pain. So, it's like avoidance, mm-hmm. um, oh. isolating. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people when they when they feel bad, they just want to get away mm-hmm. from people. It's kind of hard not to, right? Because you don't want to be around people who are being active or enjoying life because you're inside miserable. You know, you're, you're hurting, suffering. you're suffering. You're suffering. Um, and some people aren't given the tools to learn how to, or people, they're conditioned to look at pain as a negative rather than a signal or mm-hmm. some, your body trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing with pain though. Pain is always a signal. Yeah. Whether it's emotional or physical, physical pain is your body trying to say, Hey, pay attention. Something's right. happening here. Mm-hmm. I need you to check in. Yeah. It's like this alarm system right? right. And, and it triggers and goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
we want to get away from it. We want to avoid the pain. We want to get away from people. We want to isolate ourselves. We want to anesthetize the pain, Good right? Job. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a moment of yeah, we, go ahead. Maggie. We spent like twenty minutes earlier relearning how to say the word anesthetize. Anesthetize. <laughs> Wait, did I just say it wrong again? No, you said it right. You said it right. Okay. Well done. <laughs> I don't so know what they, happened. We all just went blank. It, we went blank. But the good news is two out of three of us got it right. <laughs> so we, the idea is we want to numb it. We want to numb we it. Numb right. It. We want to just not feel it. We and that's what a lot of people do with emotional pain in particular. Just like, yeah. mm, pretend. Well, it's a typical response, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a healthy response or how we flourish in life we've got to recognize that, hey, this is the typical response. It's aversion. Yeah. We're numbing. That This is how addiction is born. Right. Um, which is a whole other topic, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But addiction is born out of the attempt to numb emotional pain or physical, or physical pain. pain. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, you know, but, but now that we know that that's typical, we've got to talk about what's an unconventional and healthier right. way to address pain right the only thing i want to add to it is a lot of times we act out mm-hmm. when we're in pain mm-hmm. and what i mean by act out especially is, men we're bad <laughs> what <laughs> hold, hold oh on boy bad behavior yeah so i want to go with that go with that yeah, Alana. i'm just saying <laughs> yep oh my gosh oh, girl men and women <laughs> respond to pain very very differently that's all I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm, you're just not woke. I'm seriously. <laughs> I, I just can't believe you said I'm that. I'm woke. so offended. Uh-huh. Are you offended by Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, no just, offense. She did just, try to politically correct. Say you, we lived it differently. I, differently. Th- differently. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. A lot of you're right, guys. I think tend to, guys like anger more. Mm-hmm. Like I know I would much rather just be ticked off mm-hmm. about something because it you know oh no yeah i i'd weigh well, it because it makes me feel powerful yeah, like i'm gonna do like something to i can get something done well, there's, yeah. there's yeah. like a, a almost like a social norm behind when a man is in in physical or emotional pain it looks like anger there it's there because of the stigma mm-hmm. surrounding vulnerability it. of right. of embracing or knowing there's something going on where yeah. you can't physically yeah. do the things you were now a woman's body strong enough to do is kind of yeah. created to withstand endure. and endure high, high levels of pain, of pain in situations like childbirth and things like that. So our biology is very different. The way we we respond to pain. Mike's <laughs> mouth is open for those of you guys who can't see it. It's very He's just different. like in hmm. shock. I mean, childbirth is not that bad, right? Oh, okay. All right. It's a joke. It's just a joke. Jacob, is this where they can comment below in our our podcast? Crystal, if you're listening. Oh, no. I did that for her benefit. I'm sure you did. I'm telling that all the time. (laughs) Oh, man. So I think what we're describing is there are unhealthy ways to deal with this. And whether you're avoiding it or you're just trying to numb it out or you're trying to isolate or you're... Or you're acting out, you're getting angry, you're, you're, your pain is coming out all over everybody mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things just don't work. They right. just don't right. work. They actually end up making our pain worse. worse. And we'll tell you why that happens 
that was related to suffering. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But let's kind of transition. Everybody knows what we do wrong. What what can we do to start to to cope with chronic pain in a healthier way? The key is accepting it, accepting that it's it's a part of of life. Just mm-hmm. like there mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. moments of joy and happiness, there are going to be throes of discomfort and pain throughout life. Yeah. Um, I have had to, I've responded in all the ways to all the pain. So I can speak to it. I can speak to the anger. I can speak to the empathy. I can speak to the mindfulness and I can speak to the isolation and, and, and everything in between. But, um, unfortunately some of it was trial and error for me and I'm still learning, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm learning to, to listen to the pain instead of trying to shut it up and shut it out. Mm. Um, while aversion is a typical response to pain, as we just mentioned, when we're, when we're avoiding it or when we're engaging in aversion, we're not listening to what the pain is trying to say. Right. Whether it's saying stop, slow down. rest, slow down, relax, you're going too fast, I can't handle this. Um, or it's saying check in, like did you... Like, are you nourished? Are you hydrated? Mm-hmm. Are did you did, did you eat? Like, you got to listen to what it's right. saying. Is it? Did you get enough sleep mm-hmm. last did night? You, right. Um, and it, it sounds silly, but like, Check. I I talk to my pain. I'm like, all right, back. I hear you. I'm gonna give you mm-hmm. a break mm-hmm. in a second, and I'm gonna put some heat and cold compresses on you in a minute. I, but I really lit. You have to listen to yeah, what it's right. trying to. That's my back is massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Used to tell me, really, yeah, she'd say, Speak to your back and tell them, Thank you for protecting my desk, or something like that. And I'd be like, I'll do that much later, (laughs) (laughs) maybe never, but but maybe it works. I talk to my pain and my plants all the time, Mm. yes, neither of them respond. Interesting, (laughs) which is probably a good thing, that's right, (laughs) Right? verbally, anyways. Um, my back is screaming right now on fire. Mm. So I'm like super excited. <laughs> and she also uses sarcasm as a coping tool. <laughs> yes, I do. So let's see. That would be. That's right. Uh, it's one of the uh, unhealthy behaviors. The avoidance. Yeah. You're avoiding the, it through sarcasm, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Why yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And I'm trying to laugh so that I can get some like dopamine and serotonin going and just yeah. forcing a smile on my face. So Think, part of it. So go ahead. Yeah. So one thing I think one of the important things about accepting it is. Um, this idea of just a little ago, I talked about this idea of control, or in this case, it feels like we're out of control, right? We don't choose pain. Like I said, we talked about, we avoid it at all costs. We're not mm-hmm. chasing after it. We're mm-hmm. not even choosing it. Right. Um, but this, uh, idea that somehow we, we can often feel out of control. Yeah. Like somehow it found us. Right. Exactly. Um, rather than we chose it. And so this ability again to, um, accept it for what it is. You know, we talked about, it's just, it's a part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the midst of that, again, this this understanding or this acceptance of the again lack of control sometimes we feel about the pain we, we have. Mm. Mm. Direct correlation, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I will tell you guys, when I had um, coronavirus back last year, that headache, mm-hmm. I would have... I would have got given anything for that to go away. That was the worst. My whole entire head from my neck all the way up I have ever felt in my life. Like it was, it felt like I asked and I'm a 
relatively intelligent person. I actually asked the doctor if my brain would explode inside my head and start to ooze out my nose and mouth and eyes and ears. I was in so much pain that I verbally asked him that question and he just looked at me and was like, um, we'll get you a psych consult. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's how much pain I was in that I actually had to ask that question. In my head, it was logical to ask that. That's so because it was in so I was in so much pain. So it's funny because I think there's moments like in that situation, medication is oh, key, awesome, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's part of the natural revelation of right. God. I think that mm-hmm. gives us mm-hmm. sort of relief from mm-hmm. the intensity of that of the pain. Of, of the pain. Mm-hmm. But the the wild thing is, there's a moment, and it's different for everybody. But we cross a line where. The, the medication's no longer providing like a means to breathe, a means to right. just like get right. up and do your day. Mm-hmm. It becomes a, a, des, a mechanism a by crutch. which we want to, yeah. well, we want to avoid, right? Like it, it's the meds. Like there was a moment where I was like, well, I'm in pain. I can function, mm-hmm. but I could also take this pill and it would make me not in pain. Right. And the decision I had to make was, you know what? I'm not going to do that because I, I need to feel some of this so I can know how to get better. Right. Right. And, and that's mm-hmm. the, that's mm-hmm. where it ends in addiction. Right. right. Alana, exactly. because the, when we, when we take pills to not feel any pain, mm-hmm. we're literally entrenched in that avoidance. Mm-hmm. And then we're numbing everything yeah. else. And then we get it addicted to the numbing. Yeah. Right. right. And what you just said about, um, pinpointing it or you said to feel it mm-hmm. feel where it is maybe i don't know if that's where you were talking about but that plays into what we wanted to discuss next who can't talk today <laughs> yeah because that so you've got to accept it mm-hmm. to say okay i i, I i've got to live in this mm-hmm. and accept it for what it is if i'm ever going to walk through that's it right. then once we don't like avoid it and numb it then we can explore it Right. Like, what? Where is it? What's Get going? Get curious yeah, about it. Like Understand what, it. What causes like, it? And where is it actually right. at? And right. how what, deep is it in your body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And emotional pain too is like you know yeah. what? How am I actually feeling? Let me try to label. Like I tell a lot of guys, mm-hmm. um, not not to be insensitive, but I tell guys <laughs> that you know they should they should journal their feelings. Like literally right. write out the, an emotion, like label it because most right. guys can't. Right. Because we're not as good at it. Right. So that's true. <laughs> I'm not good at labeling my feelings just to throw a wrench in your idea. Most people your theory. are different. Mm-hmm. But. So yeah. exploring it. <laughs> yes. Never mind. Trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. Let's us get to the point to where we can embrace it. Right. So mm-hmm. talk about like why, how that's a part of the healing process. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't, if you don't know where it's coming from, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't heal from it. You know, you can't, um, learn anything from it. I feel like, I feel like in order to like, I can tell you pretty much to a T exactly where both of my injuries came from. And that helps even though it took 10 years to figure out where that I had a bulging disc in my neck, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 10 years, two MRI, three MRIs, x-rays, and it took 10 years to figure it out. But I was right the whole time Mm -hmm. I had it pinpointed. And I said, this is where the pain starts. I know it for a fact. And they would never, they could never see anything. Mm -hmm. 
but also you're like the mindfulness queen so like naturally you know where things are coming from because you pay extra close attention to your body but i didn't start to do that until this injury which is because i had to stop running i was told the same thing you were um and i did run (laughs) not very often Uh, but i do sometimes we've also got a really resilient team here yes by the way in case you guys didn't (laughs) notice yes um, but yeah, being mindful of, of where it's located. And you know, what, one of the things that that does for you is it separates you from the pain. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I have some peers that, that struggle with chronic pain as well. And, um, you know, one of, one of the issues is when pain is chronic and pervasive and persistent, we start identifying who we are with our pain Mm -hmm. and it becomes like i'm in pain i feel pain like i am pain everything hurts but when we're mindful about it and we pay attention to where it's coming from and we listen to it and we tune into it and we find out where it's coming from we can separate that pain from our identity from who we are it's like well you know, I'm Alana and I'm a worker and I'm a therapist and I'm doing this, but I have pain located in my back, mm-hmm. in my head, you know, in, you know, in my nerves. And that's separate from me. Right. And so that's I think that's the, an exact mm-hmm. sort of uh, example of you following the protocol that we're talking about. It's mm-hmm. accepting it, exploring it, know where it's at, and then embracing it. Like mm-hmm. just allowing yourself to say, okay, this is, this is what is going on in my life in this moment right here, right now. And right. I can't really... Make it not so, because that's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. We get mad about it. Yep. I'm angry. It's not fair. How am I dealing with this again? Right. This is awful. I can't stand this. All those narratives are what drive yep. more pain in our in our body and in our emotions. And that's what causes suffering. Mm-hmm. So talk about that. Talk about the difference between pain and suffering. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is a choice that we make mentally. I th- yeah, and I think just to add to that, I think you can label it as suffering temporarily. I don't think you want to go on for long periods of time in that state of mind. I think you can experience the physical pain, and then once your mind connects to it and has a negative um, opinion about it, I think you can sit there for a moment and just feel all of those things without judging them and just try to understand it. And then, yes, you need to move on and get out of this, the pain and the suffering. Because right. sometimes the pain is never going to, weigh, going to go away, but the suffering can. Mm-hmm. You can, you can get, pull yourself out of that. Mm-hmm. It's how you think about the pain right. that right. you're having. Again, both physical and emotional. Right. It's mm-hmm. how we perceive the pain. What, you know, what does our brain tell us about the pain? Yeah. Like, for example... First, I struggle also with chronic migraines. I forgot to mention that one. Um, I have for 20 years. I've, I've struggled with chronic migraines for 20 years. And no medication really works for me. So um, it's more of a just kind of being with what I can do to try to prevent them from happening. Um, being aware of when they happen. And I just have to stop and, and rest when they do. Um, but for many, many years... I always said every time I got a migraine because it lasted about 24 to 48 hours and I just was catatonic. I mean, I could not move. I couldn't turn the lights on. I couldn't eat anything. I would throw up. 
and my, don't get me wrong, my migraines are still like that, but I would always think, why me? Why does this have to happen to me? And that would just facilitate so much anger because I always thought, oh my gosh, this pain is mm-hmm. so unfair. Right. But that's what causes the suffering. Right. And with time and a little bit of wisdom and life experience, I realized <laughs> that it's not thriving. That's not how we thrive because right. that's, because I don't have to think that way and don't get me wrong lots of therapy helped with that right i was going to say support <laughs> added to that time therapy. and experience support definitely it's but helpful. it's it's changing how we perceive and, and mentally respond to the pain too that's good this whole topic reminded me of a passage in uh, in the bible mm-hmm. and so um, there's a passage in james talks about um, consider it pure joy when when suffering, which is just a foreign concept to I think to oh, us absolutely. in our human, humanity. But um, in Romans chapter five, uh, I just want to read a couple of verses here where it says, um, "Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering." And it says this because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. Right? That's that way out that you're talking right, about. Yeah. Right? That we start with suffering and we walk through this progression. And we come out on the other side with That's right. hope. With hope and glory yeah. and joy. And imagine to be able to pass those things on and be a symbol of hope mm-hmm. for someone mm-hmm. else who's struggling. And I, so I, I'm sitting here thinking how often in life we wait, we want to wait until conditions are right to be the person that we want to mm-hmm. be, right? Well, when mm-hmm. you know this happens or this happens, I'm not in pain or my back is fixed or I have the job I want or the relationship that you know makes sense or my marriage gets better. When all that happens, then I can be this person that I you know I identify mm-hmm. as. And yeah. the truth is, it's it's kind of the opposite. We've mm-hmm. got to be the person that we we feel called to be. Mm-hmm. And as we walk in in what amounts to character, that's right. That's right. What what that produces is hope and peace mm-hmm. and joy. And so there's there's this link of being able to say, okay, am I going to fight against what is right now? Mm-hmm. Like there's this mm-hmm. thing, you know, and it's right. bad, whether it's emotional pain or physical pain, and I don't like it and I don't want to be here, but can I just, can I rest in this long enough mm-hmm. to allow myself to, to recognize that in this moment, I can still feel called to like to the beauty that can come out of these right. ashes. These That's ashes. Right. Yeah, yeah. We talked That's about beautiful. earlier the the yeah, problem beautiful. of pain, you know. But there's also kind of flipping that. There's this idea of the the purpose of pain. That's what you're right. talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We can find purpose mm-hmm. through that pain. Absolutely. And I mean, look at what it breeds. Mm-hmm. We're sitting at this table together. Like, I mean, we're a group of people that have had lived experience through, I mean, crazy amounts of physical pain that, I mean, can absolutely yield some mental and emotional distress. And, you know, here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're just, we're trying to show people and teach people that we can move through it um, and not try to go around it necessarily. Right. But, I mean, it in what we were reading earlier it's it helps us embrace joy more it appreciate joy more helps us gratitude yeah Yeah. empathy like these profound skills that not everybody has but kind of just makes us better people Mm -hmm. for for having weathered the storm right and that's Mm -hmm. the hard part is you know how Mm -hmm. 
It requires tr- just crazy amounts of g- commitment to mm-hmm. to emotional maturity to be able to say, okay, what what beauty can I find mm-hmm. in this, and yeah. what opportunity to speak life can I find in mm-hmm. it? Um, and as as we do that, really, what we're doing is we're switching. <clears throat> the narrative. And I know that you guys think I always go back to that, but it really, in this situation, that is so important because to, to perseverate on the negative thoughts, I hate this. I can't stand this. This is not fair. Why me? I can't do this Mm -hmm. anymore. All that does is produce more suffering. Mm -hmm. The way out of suffering is to really allow ourselves to say, okay, this is what it is today, right Mm -hmm. here, right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling awesome. You know, either I'm down or I'm I'm sad or my back is like killing me. But how, how can I in this mm-hmm. moment make the best of a podcast, right, Megan? Right. I mean, that's literally yeah. that's what you you've done that today. Right? Mm-hmm. How can I make the best of this moment right here, right now? Accept what is and look for ways to to speak life into these guys that are going to watch or, or listen to what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, and some. The the thing about that I I want to stress to most people is sometimes that pain doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. But like Alana said earlier, you can disconnect from it. It's not you as a whole being. Mm-hmm. You are not pain. A part of you is. And mm-hmm. a part of you is in pain and experiencing this. Mm-hmm. But you can disconnect or detach from it. And I think that's really important a part of what we can do in a healthy way mm-hmm. to respond to pain. So what we would encourage you guys to do if if you really want to allow yourself to walk um, out of suffering, you know, maybe experience some pain, but walk out of that mm-hmm. suffering is to start to take some notes on how you're responding to the pain. If you find yourself in, in situations where you're avoiding, you're trying to numb and numb yourself out, you're isolating yourself from other people or you're just acting out, you're angry. Allow yourself to move out of that and say, okay, step one is to accept what's going on. I can explore it, understand it, embrace it. And then look at the difference between suffering and pain and just refuse to live a life of suffering. You might have to live in some pain, Mm -hmm. but refuse to live a life that's characterized by suffering. And just that cognitive shift can can do a lot to help you begin to think differently about what's going on in your life. That's right. Um, man, there's so much more I think we could talk about. We've yeah. been at this for maybe 45 minutes, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to call it. Uh, we appreciate you guys being willing to be with us on this journey for listening and watching. Uh, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, give us uh, any feedback you have in the comments. We'll do our best to to get back to you and. I want to tell you about some things that we have at Live Well Behavioral Health that can help you move out of situations. Because, guys, we're talking about things that are very difficult, right? Yeah. It's super mm-hmm. hard to to be in chronic pain mm-hmm. and to have the the skill set to be able to to think your way through it like this. Uh, and you don't have to do it alone. That's exactly right? what that's I was going to say. Oh. Alana. You yeah. don't have to do it alone. Yeah. We've got a team of people that are waiting to help you. Um, with the pandemic, we can do lots of virtual therapy with people. So if, even if you can't leave your house, um, we've got people that can do telehealth with you and, mm-hmm. and create goals and help you meet those goals. We have an actual uh, coaching app that we can 
get you on called Live Well Coaching and Live Well Coaching pairs some really cool technology with a real person on the other side of that technology that will be, give you accountability and affirmation and just help you get from where you're at to where you want to be. So whether you need therapy or uh, coaching, whatever it is, we can help you figure that out. Just don't hesitate to contact us. Um, you can go to our website, livewellbehavioralhealth.com. Um, livewell-coaching.com is another location you can find uh, information about our coaching product. And we'd love to hear from you. love to help you in any way we can. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to speak life into whatever's going on for you today. And uh, on behalf of the Live Well team here, we appreciate your time and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.